I actually like the two characters separately, but I'm not really sure if I'm in for the romance just yet. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off by Purple Art Podcast, where I talk to you about K-dramas, C-dramas, BTS, and basically whatever else I want to talk about. In today's episode, I want to give you my first impressions of My Demon, starring my boy, Song Kang. I really enjoy Song Kang. I'm one of the very few that actually really liked his performance, and nevertheless, I know that is a very polarizing K-drama, and I think even the webtoon itself is very polarizing as well. I personally preferred the ending of the webtoon of Nevertheless, but I really appreciate it, at least during the initial airing of um, Nevertheless, the series. Song Kang really brought the chemistry. Him and Han So Hee, they were like cinematic perfection to me and no matter how many red flags Song Kang's character brought up and how he basically tortured Nobby through the entire series I was always there for him okay all that preamble to say I look forward to Song Kang and romances that may be an unpopular opinion I know he has a uh, Another drama airing right now, Sweet Home, and I believe it's season two. I haven't gotten into it yet, mainly because I have to be in a certain mind frame to deal with more horror type shows. And I think Sweet Home, I may be mistaken in this, but it might deal with a lot of body horror, which I'm not always good with. And anyways, my first impressions of My Demon. So we meet the two main leads. We have this hundred plus year old demon. I believe is Guan, played by Song Kang, and we also have Do Hee, which is the love interest. And as I kind of mentioned in the open, I find the two characters themselves really interesting. So with the female lead in particular, uh, Do Hee, I think her family dynamic is what initially drew me in. Just going by the first episode, it has a very succession-like storyline. We have her mother, who is Madame Ju, and I believe that she is um, Dohee's adoptive mother. She comes from a very large family, and um, they have not exactly the closest or the most warm familial relationship with all like the sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews. It just comes off like a very cold, powerful family and the mom in particular has this huge conglomerate and it looks like her health might be in crisis even though the mom is very um, dismissive about her health but there's clearly something that's going on it's hinted at quite pre prevalently throughout the first episode so I think we're led to believe that there might be like an overtaking in the chain of commands in the business that Madame Ju is involved in. So a lot of the family members, they don't seem particularly close and it looks like there could potentially be a lot of backstabbing that's going on. It seems like the only family member that she has any warmth to is to Dohee, who is the adopted daughter. I don't know what is the backstory with the parents, but we get a couple of flashbacks with her, with her parents. I assume they passed away tragically, but there isn't a lot of detail, at least not that I remember from the viewing. But I find that 
interesting so there is the kind of intrigue of the family business and the fact that the mother's health might be failing and that it will be kind of like a intricate game of chess to see who will overtake as far as power dynamics the female lead dohi as well she has a very accomplished uh, career of herself. I believe she's like a high profile influencer making big moves and she of course is unlucky in love because that's typically the storyline for your heroine in any rom-com setting. So I find that part interesting. I like how the actress is portraying her so far and I actually find the family dynamic part of the show really interesting off the bat. Then we have Song Kang as Gu Wan who is this hundred plus year old demon and we get some flashbacks to how he kind of slithers his way into people's lives. He is this demon. He's kind of in this interesting intricate um, room of clocks which I guess is kind of like a cross between purgatory and hell like kind of that in-between place and he as most demons do are very mischievous and they like to strike up deals with uh, human counterparts and usually the deal is too good to be true and he comes to collect that soul in about a decade that seems to be the usual beat of things and we see a few examples of this as well. There's also an interesting uh, sequence that we see in the beginning of the episode and I have a feeling that uh, the little girl that we see him interact with is somehow going to have a tie to our female lead because it seems with any of these type of fantasy romance, rom-coms type k-drama style things there has to be like some past history influence. <laughs> So there is that as well. I, I kind of would like for once it not to have like like a past history reincarnation storyline, but that seems where it's headed already. It kind of gives me the vibes, my demon so far, of Destined With You, which just finished airing with my my main man, Rowoon. And I initially really loved the first episode of Destined With You. I liked that it had kind of a darker undertone. I liked that we saw flashes of this hand, which I at first assumed was a demon hand that was bloodied, that was seductively kind of like stroking Rowan's character. And I, I liked the dark, mysterious intrigue of that, but yet that show was really turbulent. And in the end, I didn't really find it that satisfying. And it was really the chemistry of the two actors that kind of kept me in until the end. So I did end up completing Destiny with you, but I wasn't really that happy with some of the show direction. And there was a lot of focus on side characters that I had absolutely zero interest in that really didn't advance the plot, in my humble opinion. I kind of get similar vibes with my demon. I hope I'm wrong because there is some intrigue in it. I do like the two characters separately and how they interact with their secondary and tertiary characters with uh, Guan and his um, side plot. He has like um, two indentured, I guess, humans that have previously died and I guess they've also struck up deals with him but they seem to be kind of traveling along with him in the human world. There is like um, a Korean dancer 
and she refers to herself as the Beyonce of Korean dance which I was like miss girl <laughs> really <laughs> miss girl like <laughs> slow your roll right and then he has like a butler character as well and they seem to be kind of fighting for his attention he's like god you guys are so goddamn annoying I should just let you die <laughs> which is really funny to me uh, and I also find uh, the female lead, uh, Dohi, I think she's really interesting as well. As, as I said before, like I find her family dynamic and the potential succession light storyline going along there to go along with like the dark, mysterious vibe of the show really cool. As far as the romance, I'm not actually really sold on it yet, and nor really should I be. It's just episode one, so there's obviously a lot to go here. There's a couple of beautiful sequences with them together. There's particularly um, the scene where it's towards the end of the show that kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger. and um, They go over a bridge and they end up being dived deep into the sea and you can see them their hands connect and there's this particular tattoo I don't know if it's like a talisman for the demon uh, for Guan's character and you see it kind of slowly transfer to Dohi's hand which in which uh, I guess we're supposed to get the interpretation that there is a link to them that hasn't been fully revealed yet and then they kind of come up to the surface the next day and the kind of the mystery question is well why does she get the tattoo but uh, I don't really see the chemistry yet as far as, you know, there's an attraction there. They get off really on a bad foot when they first meet. They have like this disastrous first date, a very weird meet-cute, and they are both sniping at each other. So the banter is there. It's very funny. Both characters I like separately, but you know, even when two characters don't like each other yet and they're sniping at one another, but you still feel like romantic heat and tension, I don't necessarily see that yet with them. I like the banter. I think both actors look great together. Like you should see all the promotional pictures for them. They look absolutely stunning together. And I like their storyline separately outside of their romance, but together something at least for me not yet is not fully gelling and I can't put my finger on it, on it as to why but the show intrigues me enough that I will kind of gauge my temperature for a few more episodes mainly because I do like Song Kang and I'm actually rooting for him to have a rom-com that's a huge hit because I hear that's what he actually likes it turns out that because he has such a unique, unusual look to him, as good looking as he is, there's something uncanny about the way he looks, so I can see why they would pick him to play a demon character. And I mean that with no shade, I mean that in the highest compliment, that he is very unusual yet striking looks to him, so there's very something very unsettling about him. So I see why. He would be picked as a demon. I think this is kind of perfect meld of what he wants. He wants to do romance, but because he has such a particular look to him, I feel like he should be playing more anti-hero, more morally gray type characters, more unsettling type storylines versus just straight up like rom-com style stuff. Like I think I, I get him where he wants to do romance and I think it's refreshing to hear 
you know, a male actor actually want to get those type of projects and not kind of scoff at it and think of it as like a cash grab. Like I do think romance should be respected more as a storytelling medium because it is a universal feeling, it's a universal story life and it can be so hard to pull off a great epic romance well. So that's why I am such a connoisseur of romance stories in general. I really appreciate it and I feel like when K-dramas get it right, they really get it right, you know? But with this one, I'm still kind of eh. I'm not too sure how I feel yet. I just don't really see the chemistry between them yet. But I have to get a couple more episodes to get more of a pulse on it. A couple of other things that I'm kind of like eh about, like I like Song Kang. I know he's got acting chops, but this character, while it, he has great lines and he's very witty, there is something about how you play a demon. I know this is all fiction, so I could see someone kind of like, what the hell do you mean? Like, uh, demons aren't real, so how can there be like a playbook on how to play a demon? There's like no really right way to play a demon, but I feel like when you're playing characters that are like hundreds of years old, like centuries old, like there's a certain gravitas, there's like a certain way that you present yourself that you as an audience know that this person is unworldly and there's something just different about them. He has the look of like an uncanny character. He has the look and I know he can bring the intensity, but somehow how he's playing this demon so far, it's it just comes off really modern. And yeah, you can just say, well, duh, like this demon is really clever, he's really mischievous, and he knows how to adapt to the time period that he's in. But there's just something the way that he plays them, like I feel like there should be something that, I don't know if it's like tonally in the voice or the way you carry yourself or your a posture type of thing that kind of signifies there's something off about you. Not just like the physicality of how you look, but just how like you kind of embody. I am someone that has walked the earth for so many centuries and you know I've just grown weary of the human condition and things like that but then on the flip side of it I do like that this demon seems at least on the surface right now seems to enjoy the mischief and he clearly states in the first episode you know I like the fact that I get to do what I do like I'm handsome I'm clever I get to do all these deals and it rejuvenates me which I think is interesting because a lot of like demon characters are characters that you know in fantasy settings that have lived for so many years it's like I've had enough of human interaction like I'm bored of all of this like this means nothing like I've lived so many different lifetimes I've traveled the entire world like this is I'm just beyond all this right there's like this like weariness so that's kind of my mismatch of my first impressions of my demon. I'm sticking around. I'm going to give it a few more episodes to allow me to warm up a bit. I'm rooting for Song Kang. I really am because I want him to get a roman uh, romantic comedy hit because this is what he likes to play in. But we'll see. I'm not really too sure about the chemistry just yet. But the funny thing is, they have really great dialogue. There's a lot of great banter. Both characters are really funny, and I find them both intriguing. And I find like their own subplots really interesting as well. Like his connection to his human subjects, and her connection to her family, and 
the underfootedness of it all and plus the eeriness, the creepiness of that um, driver that's been kind of following her around who was attacking her and how she was able to quickly, you know, overtake him and get away and actually have like some survival instincts, unlike some characters, <coughs> you know, messing with you, <coughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where the show goes from here. Not fully sold on it yet, but the high production value, the char characters look good together, the storyline's interesting enough, and at least there's enough kind of eerie darkness that I'm in it. I just hope that they can hold on to that while also handling the romance and the comedic aspects that I've seen in some of the trailers that have come out for it. So I guess we'll see. Anyways, thank you for tuning in for this episode. I really appreciate you and I really look forward to seeing you again. If you're liking what you're hearing, if you're listening via Spotify or if you're watching via YouTube, please share. And until next episode, bye.